What's up? How you doing today, Melanie? I'm good. How are you? I am great. It's uh, it's been an interesting day. And uh, hey, Rory's here. How you doing, bro? Yeah, Rory. Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Well, oh, today's about to get a lot better. We have a we have a great topic. <laughs> oh, do we ever. yeah, Rory is we ready to get lit lit the fuck oh, up today. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> everybody's about to get really mad at me for my takes, which are yeah. which are good and correct. I'm like Jesus in that, uh, which are, which are good and correct. I'm like Jesus in that, uh, <laughs> yeah, in that it was, Jack Chick. It was very interesting waking up to the slew of messages in the group chat this morning. I was like, what happened? Yeah, well, like, I mean, no. I guess we I, oh, I do. I, I, dude, I've been like, I've been just like zoning to Kevin Samuels all day. I've been preparing, I'm like <laughs> shadow boxing. Yet again, yet again. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you love that man, eh? Like, uh, you, like, uh, you, you're like an acolyte now. Oh, dude, dude, you have, you, you, you did a number on me by, by introducing me to, to yeah. the Godfather. What a monster I've created at this point. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 about to get. Well, he said he was going to become his number one white it. soldier, so at least he's living up to that <laughs> pledge. That is absolutely what I'm going to do. One hundred percent. Again, like I don't really, uh, so, I, yeah, I don't really I, understand what. Like I, I get why uh, people got mad at uh, his more inflammatory comments, 
I mean, he did he did say some shit that I think was just way out of pocket. But if you actually watch his show, generally, generally, the stuff that he was saying was pretty much common sense. It's just that, fortunately, like when you run common sense by the internet, it tends to have a. Uh, it's almost like um, there's like there's like certain chemicals that you just like you, if you throw H two O, it's kind of like that. Well, I mean, yeah, it was him solo, but I mean, is it any different or more like exploitative than say Sally Jesse Raphael or Phil Donahue or any of those shows were no. back in the day, putting people up, going through their relationships? Oh, God, no. Jerry I Springer. Mean, like, I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and and worse than that, like, even, like, his contemporaries. It's like people compared him to uh, – we're, we're, this is way off topic, but people did compare him to Andrew Tate. And I was like, that is so no. – That's nonsense. No. That is nonsense. No. That is, that is nonsense. nonsense. Absolute nonsense. The only way – the only way you can make that argument is if you literally believe that every – that every criticism of women is just, like, bar none, top-tier misogyny. That's it. That's yeah. Only. Like, well, I, I, again, like this described, defined broadly enough, pretty much any criticism of any woman just falls under the category. Of yeah. I don't know if you've been seeing. I don't know if you've been seeing like on social media lately. People have gotten into this trend of saying, "Oh, well, you see what what guys do now is they just put white before woman, so that when they say." white women they can just get away with whatever kind of misogyny and it's See, like i never i never had that problem okay. i'm 100 percent. i'm i'm a hater <laughs> i'm a hater till i die bro yeah <laughs> dr claw i'm i'm going to be using that gyno pessimism i love that that's incredible gyno pessimism that's yeah that's yeah <laughs> Good for you, Fantastic. All right, but I, I do think actually. Speaking of Kevin Samuels, let me get my uh, let me get my <laughs> note taking journal out. Um, oh God, he took notes. No, are you going to take? No, no, no. Here's the thing: I always take notes during the show, especially when people call in. Um, I have like you can actually see through if you look back at like I actually have like a whole folder of notes I take from all the shows. whole folder of notes I take. From shows um oh. yeah it's, it's it's the lawyer in me um that uh you always take notes always but uh let's get into the topic for tonight right i think that's a little important so i i mean this is a bit a bit of a i don't really know how we should introduce it other than um well it's no it's, it's because of a conversation that we had in the in the group chat you know uh ewan and michael which by the way i noticed that michael's still not here yet yeah, listen, man, so, that, that six foot four listen, Samoan, my, that six foot four Samoan might think that he's got like there's there's nobody that can take him. I will find yeah. him and beat his ass. That guy's never here, here on here, time. Here's the reality of it: if you don't show up to a court hearing, you automatically lose. So I'm going to declare myself a winner. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I, I guess I think the thing that really did prompt it for me was that uh, I believe there was a post on Twitter because I you know I, I briefly went back on Twitter for a little. Uh, um, don't worry, man. We're gonna get you over to Blue Sky soon. Don't. As soon as I get them invite codes, y'all are coming over. Like, Twitter is the Twitter is the absolute pits. Oh yeah, go ahead. It's here's the Blue Sky. As soon as all of us start showing up on Blue Sky, it's just gonna be just same shit. But same shit. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I, I again, I um, the 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 question is, they had uh, this guy Steph is dope on Twitter, and he he posts. People trying to guilt men into raising children after DNA tests reveal, and after DNA tests reveal 
that they aren't theirs. What kind of mental illness is this? Yeah. All by right. the way, by the way, okay, it's so a little bit of a little bit of history on me and Steph is dope. Um like we, we used to butt heads a little bit because you know he's a he's a he's a pro capitalist and I'm a communist and whatever. But the thing is like I'm sorry, the dude is just he's funny. He is he is fucking funny. Yeah. And I think he appreciates my sense of humor too. So the funny thing was, I don't know if you all remember Frederick T. Joseph, that uh former former surrogate for the Elizabeth Warren campaign. Uh the guy who believes in black magic in his Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He believed that his uh, his Airbnb host was a devil worshiper and was trying to put a curse on him. Yeah, so the, his his uh, infamous moment before that, his his main character moment before that was when he was he went to like different barbershops, I guess around the Atlanta area and was trying to talk to the talk to the men in the barbershops about uh you know the the gospel oh. of of Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Me Steph, and a bunch of other dudes fucking ganged up on him <laughs> to expose him for going to fake barbershops. They basically staged a bunch of far uh, other dudes fucking ganged up on him <laughs> to expose him for going to fake barbershops. They basically staged a bunch of far uh, bunch of barbershop photo, was, photo dude, shoots. I, I love the way that like white guys were, were like making fun of him. Like, you don't understand like Oh, look at this white guy. Thinks he understands what a black barber shop is like. Look, I, and maybe I don't know, but at least from common sense, yeah. usually you don't have carpeting in a barber shop. Yo, they had usually. they had like some black ass like, movie posters. They didn't even have mirrors up and stuff. That's been stuff. That shit. I'm sorry. That's Peter shit was Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. They they had a a jersey that just had like a number on it. It was like he went to like Walmart and bought like. <laughs> Children's jersey. <laughs> and just, like, we're like, yeah, like, you, you know, like a shirts be skins, like high school gym jersey, and uh-huh. just hung it up on the wall. And you're like, dude, come on, man, come on. Like, and that was, that was tight. But, you know, getting back, getting back to uh, the conversation here, uh, he gets retweeted by um, uh, this lady, uh, Yvonne, and she goes, what kind of mental illness? The kind of mental illness that says it's normal to abandon children. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Where hold is up. our... Uh, by the way, Tanavasa abandoned us because he's up in a mountain village somewhere. He just sent me a, a picture of it. And I'm like, dude, like, don't send me fucking beautiful vistas of American Samoa while we're out here in the podcast trenches taking grenades. What's wrong with you, bro? So anyway, he's, uh, he's I don't like know, I said, he's, being fa- he's being the family man or some shit. Loser, loser. This, that's, he lost. He lost. I yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> And now it's time for the end zone dance. All right, so basically getting back, getting back to the point, Mm -hmm. uh, where is our sense of community? What happened to It Takes a Village? Why have we strayed so far? Here's the thing, dog. Like, it takes... In this hypothetical village, they're not supposed to deceive deceive each other about paternity. Listen, uh, like... Every other day, all these chicks out here talking about how they're independent, strong, how they don't need a man, how, like, you got to earn being with me. But the minute she has a kid and you don't want to deal with it, oh, man. Apparently, we live in a village now. Apparently, we live, we're all sharing this communal pot now. All of a sudden, (laughs) wow, all of a sudden, it takes a village. Yeah, I guess I'm in a village with you now, motherfucker. Didn't seem like that two weeks ago. Jesus. No, it, t- it takes two to tango is what it takes. Right? It takes yeah, two to make a child. Two. Yeah, it takes two to make a child. Where the hell is that child? Like, oh my 
God. Here's here's my thing, dog. Here's my thing. So even beyond the whole like, and I see this happen a lot too. Is you know, you know women uh, faking the paternity of the child's father, basically just like passing off counterfeit children on other men. You know, she, she went she went and got got some on the side, had side dudes baby, and then made her main guy raise it. Yeah, that's that's just fucking foul. And I've seen I've seen that happen in yes. real life. I'm not talking about the internet. I'm talking about in real life. I've seen that happen multiple times. But oh, yeah. uh, but here's the thing. <clears throat> even when it comes to even when it comes to dating and relationships, I, I don't know. I used to I used to have a point of view that like, well, you know, if uh, if you want to be the stepfather that stepped up, hey, good for you. I'm starting to I'm starting to I'm starting to come around more to your point of view on this one, Rory, which is that. Like there's no there's Don't no raise another man's kid. There's no benefit. There's no benefit to raising another man's child. It's a, it's a, it's a liability. The child is not my son. It's Billy a liability. My man had it right. <laughs> yeah, she thinks that you're the one. Here's the thing. Like, there there is there's no there's no upside and there's infinite downside to this, right? Exactly. Aside from, aside from the paternity aside from the paternity stuff, right? Aside from like. Let's say that you actually like get married and then you divorce. Now you're on the hook for child support for a child that you know that that was not it's your not. child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aside, aside from that, there's also like uh, there's the emotional like detachment from that child. So like you may not even have a any any hand or any business in raising that child going forward. You may not have custody for that child. There's just there are just way too many financial and emotional and social downsides to really want to take on the responsibility of raising a child, raising a child that's not yours. I don't know if, yeah. if that's, if, so, if that's something, if that's something that people want to do, uh, Hey, go for it. It's just not something that I would ever recommend. That's all. Yeah. If they turn out to be a loser, it's your fault. But if they turn out to be a winner, it's their mom. Yeah, man. I, I have told you, I have told you people from previous generations that divorced and remarried would often take the step parent duties. <laughs> Yeah, what here's the thing. Yeah, I was gonna say people from previous generations had people from previous generations had a completely different legal and social atmosphere mm-hmm. around raising families than they do right now. So I don't really know about yeah. all that. Yeah, my yeah, grandpa, my grandpa could get divorced and marry someone with two kids because he had the money to support an entirely new family. Yeah, too. There's yeah. also that aspect. Like people don't have money nowadays. People well, I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, I don't know if you saw that clip of um, I forget that lady's name. Um, this like uh, talk show host from the Grio that was interviewing Ayanla Van Zant, and uh, she was saying to Ayanla that um, you know how, how is it that you know women can properly affix their crowns when basically she's saying like there's you know there's all these scrub men out here these these men that just don't. Uh, keep up with women. They don't have the income. They don't have the ambition. They don't have this, that, and the third. And here's here's the here's. I can go ahead and I can go ahead and play the clip. It, it's actually fucking awful. And I actually had to step in and check her and say, hey, "Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Would you date a bus driver?" And the lady the lady was like, uh, "Well, maybe if he owned the bus." She's like, "No, no, no. Would you date a bus driver? Somebody who just drove a bus, didn't own the bus, just date a bus driver?" She said, "Well, no. That's that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't date a bus driver." And I said, "I would date a bus driver." As long as he's a man of integrity, as long as he loves his mama, as long as he keeps himself upright, as long as he treats me well, I would be the bus driver. And the problem is that, like, a lot, a lot of women right now have this idea in their heads that, like, they're just above dating uh, a certain type of guy. And it always comes down to income. And here's the problem is that, like, 
unfortunately, that's kind of the mercenary nature of relationships and even marriages right now is that for a lot of people, they're not like that what they grade the highest, like what is their number one factor in terms of whether a relationship or a marriage is working or not is, is the money coming in. It's not just, it's not just like, does he treat me well? It's not just, uh, you know, do our families get along? It's, it's not just, do I feel loved and appreciated? It's where's the money? Show me the money. And unfortunately, like the downside of that is if you're going to take that mercenary stance towards relationships, I mean, it's going to come right back on the new. And unfortunately, if you're taking, if you're going to, if you're going to marketize relationships on all well, children are not an asset, not, not to, not to, not to the person who's not the father. They are not an asset. As a matter of fact, they're liabilities. So if we're going to commoditize relationships yeah. that way, you, you, you have to be, you have to be prepared when that shit comes back around on you. And here's my question. Um, everybody seems to think that, oh yeah, like people are doing this totally fine all the time. You know, all this blended families. No, they're not. Like, let me ask you a question. Uh, ask any single mom what her dating experience is like, especially a single mom that's looking for a marriage type long-term relationship. Ask them how, how the dating experience is. You're not going to get a good answer. No. Right. And that's the thing, right? Like this is, people can get mad at me, right? People, and I'm sure people will and say like, I'm a sexist, I'm a misogynist, I'm this, I'm that and the other. I don't listen to women, blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. And here's the reality. The proof is in the pudding. Most people think like me. You can say that that's not the case. But if people, it wasn't the case, why is it that single moms are struggling so much in the dating scene? Right? Mm -hmm. If that wasn't the case, why is... Because, you know, you can say anything you want on Twitter. You can say anything you want in the comments section. But real talk, I, it doesn't sound to me like single moms are, do, are, are enjoying their experience in the dating world very much. Much. Just to address what's happening in the chat, we're not saying that blended families don't exist. Of course, blended yeah, families exist. That's absurd. I, I am like I am a part of a blended family, right? I have a stepfather and I have step siblings, so I'm not saying that they don't exist. But you know, my mother is also, I mean, she's also much older. Her, uh, her husband is heading towards retirement. His children are fully grown. Like his, his, his daughter is married. His son is fully grown. Has a career as an engineer. So, you know, where, yeah, sure, there's a blended family, but there's no one to raise because they're both empty nesters. So it works out for them. What I'm saying, though, is that, uh, uh, yeah, sure, blended families can happen. They can work. I'm not saying that they don't exist. But I'm also saying that it's it's different now than it used to be. It, it's a way different scenario now, unfortunately, because everyone has kind of, com everyone has basically commodified their relationships. It started with the dating apps, and now it's basically yeah. into... Well, you know, what do you bring to the table? This is like the constant conversation happening right now. What do you bring to the table? Unfortunately, this is, is kind of what happens, you know, that, uh, that, that, two kids. yeah, that re two kids, two dads. It, here's the thing. It rebounds, it rebounds, not to the, the partners, but to the child. It, it takes a village to raise, it takes a village to raise it. Yeah. It takes a village to raise a family. Well, I'm, I'm marrying into a village apparently, right? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Well, here, here, okay. So, if anybody has any, like, if anybody has uh, questions reality, or comments about that, I mean, yeah. feel free to hop into the call or queue not, and let us know what you think about this. I'm, I'm, I'm mostly sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, bro, you're breaking up a little bit there. Yeah, if, I'm, if I'm for the not, most part. If you're, like, not, if you're not, yeah. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Yeah, your your connection is stalling over there. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm I'm for the most part on the fence. I see I see like 
if you want to, if you are ready for that kind of responsibility, Hey, be my guest. Is it something that I would recommend? No, but you know what? The more power to you. That's great that, uh, you know, there are people out there wanting to have blended families and help to raise children that, that need fathers or even, or, or need okay. mothers. That's, that's fantastic. It's just right now there, there are too many incentives against it for me to recommend it, but it's not like I'm saying, no. Hey, don't do it. It's just, I don't know that I recommend it. That's all. I know I you're am. saying don't do it. I yeah. am. Because, because some, no, because somebody, because here's the thing. Somebody needs to have a, like somebody needs to have a strong opinion. <laughs> I'm sorry. You need to have a strong opinion. And when it comes yep. to advice, right, there's this sense, there's this sense that people have on the internet. Here, where here's like, the, here's oh, the I'm thing. I'm just going to try to give the most. I'm just I'm not trying to. Let me, no, 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 no. We let you talk. No, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. There's this sense on the internet when, where, like, when you're giving advice that you have to fit every nook and cranny with advice, yep. right? You know, you gotta, you gotta deal with every eventuality. Mm -hmm. And sure, maybe there's a great examples of people all over the world that are doing this perfect. But the reality is, at least from the women I've talked to, and that, and from what I've seen from like friends of mine who are dating as single mothers, the reality is. You know, the, the, all those guys online that will tell you like, oh, yeah, you know, I being a single mother is great. I don't care about kids. They don't seem to be showing up in the dating market, right? There seems to be a bit of a lag, a disconnect between how men online talk about it and the reality of men in the dating pool. So, oh, okay. I, by the way, I found the clip, so I'm just going to run it. It was, it was Ebony K. Williams was the other uh, lady's name. I, I could not remember her name for the life of me, but it's Ebony K. Williams in conversation with Ayanma. Let's go. Can you hear? Nope. Oh boy, here we go. Hang on a second. No, and I think that we need to like actually state out the question though, because like, look, especially as a single, like, think about it like this: as a single guy, yeah. What is the benefit, especially if you don't have kids, right? You're a, a, a father Speaking doesn't have and kids. Pouring into oh, the decision of black men when I said what I said. Oh, here we go. So out of the 50,000 plus comments posted on social, I only saw a handful that even considered the possibility of a bus owner being a more aspirational position and recognizing that I am actually speaking and pouring into the ascension of black men when I said what I said. But see, no, some of y'all were too busy naming and shaming me personally and black women in general as undesirable gold diggers and much worse. Now, I suspect that some of y'all are the same men that were bringing home C's and D's on your report cards, only to then be coddled by parents that said, well, that's okay, as long as you're doing your best. Well, listen, I love and believe in the excellence of black men. So no, my dear, C's and D's or any other form of mediocrity is not okay. No, I will not create a soft place for you or anybody that I love. I, to I, first of all, I, I don't know what any of that had to do with wow. anything, but... Yeah, no, 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 no. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Because I'm the check in her is actually, it's pretty good. The bigotry of low expectations. So I'm going to say one more time. Oh, wait, sorry. My bad. My There's bad. Absolutely... My bad. My bad. This is, uh, this is actually yeah. her. No, this is her response to Ayanla. My bad. That's her response to Ayanla. The actual uh, Ayanla clip, I have that as well. Here we go. That you cannot teach a man or tell a man how to be a man. So I will not ask you to indict men in this question. But I do want you to speak, Ayanla, to how women need to uh, 
I don't know, position ourselves so that we can be in our divinity, so we can have our crowns right, how we can create and not build, when some of us, quite frankly, feel that the men that are available to us, and I'm talking about across the color spectrum, across the age spectrum, trust me, I've done them all, um, they are not positioned to protect nor provide because of some of the statistics we just talked about. They're not earning the incomes. They're not having the resources, and some of them are not even showing up in the leadership. Would you date a bus driver? You. Would you date if a If he bus owns driver? the bus. If he owns no. it. Like, okay, first of all, it's, when we say a bus driver, we're talking about the city bus, right? Uh, who yeah. who owns the city bus? The city Technically, bus. the bus driver. Yeah. In a way, it's just a partial owner, maybe. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah, uh, wait, sure. Wait, wait, unless, hold on a minute. Where does unless he, he lives live? outside of the municipality. Exactly. Huh? There we yeah. go. See? Yeah. He's got to have an apartment in the city. That's right. she, she cares. She's a civically minded woman. Too. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem okay. because the standards and requisites, and I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games all day. I'm not talking about mm-hmm. that, but the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men, is off for who mm. we are as women and who they are in this society. I would date a bus driver mm. if he was, if he loved driving the bus, if he was a man of integrity, if he was good to his mama, if he treated me well, I would date a bus yeah. Listen, I resent the stereotyping here, you know, men constantly laying around playing video games. You know, I've been unemployed. I lay around. I watch anime. Okay. So solidarity with my video gaming male <laughs> friends. Solidarity with the bums, the broke boys. Also, can I just say one line that I, that I always love? Be in our divinity. Yeah, that what, what are like you, feminine what divine are you, shit. God? <laughs> our Lord our Lord Jesus Christ? What are you talking no, about? This is the, listen, this is that listen, earth, I I've dated earth wind fire. High school shit, educated men, I've dated college educated men, I've dated broke men, I've dated men with money. Who cares? You like someone, you like someone. This whole like no, they've gotta have all these like grow up. Yeah, that whole ass check. Grow up. Yeah, look. People are going to have check. I mean, people are going to have things. And, and and look, I mean, I, I, you know, obviously people have standards, right? I mean, it's hard for me to, to debate this because, like, this is me giving a standard for myself, right? Right. Um, but, you know, getting, I think, back to the to the main point on this, it's like why the question oh, here here's, is. Here's the, pro- here's the problem, though. Here's the problem. They will have these kinds of, like, feminine divine thoughts about who it is that they deserve to be with and they'll have children. So this is like, honey, I'm sorry, but you really got to scale it back just a little bit because to the kind of guy that you're talking about, uh, the one that's going to recognize the crown on your head and recognize your feminine divine. He's probably not looking for somebody that has children. And, Most and likely to be, not. And to be honest with you, like your feminine divine, like you, you work at a supermarket. <laughs> You, you shop at Kohl's. You use Kohl's cash to shop. It's like those guys that are talking about. How hold up, hold up. I, I want to make sure that uh, Black Tony Starks get a, gets a word in edgewise. He's been waiting a little while. What's up, man? You can go ahead and unmute. What's going on with you, man? Hey, what's up? Yeah. So mm-hmm. my feeling about this is so. Yeah, like it's very funny because I, whenever I hear these discussions, where they're always talking about like high value man, like 
I'm that guy and I'm just like, I don't know who's giving you this information. Like, I know these men. I'm around these men. I am these men. And, yo, they're not dating. Like, at any juncture, are they dating women who already have kids? Unless they are have already divorced and have kids around that same age and just are just on some, you know, late 50s, not giving a shit. You know, like you said, empty yeah. nesters. You know, empty nesters is one thing, but... We're talking like they don't want old dudes that can, you know, need pills to get it up. They want men in my age bracket, and we're just, we can hold, we know we can hold out. Like, that's the thing. Like, just like they felt like they could hold out, we know we can hold out. So we just basically just do that until we get mm-hmm. what preference we're looking for. And, and, and the question, I mean, especially when it comes back to like, if you're a single guy and you don't have kids, it's yeah. like, what, what does, what does being, like, what do your kids bring to me? Well, the funny thing is, I, like, so I used to be married when I was in the military, and uh, my ex-wife cheated on me, and I found it out because I got a paternity test during the divorce and found that it wasn't Jesus. my kid. And it still took me, like, Fuck. 10 years to, like, because she would then hop state to state with her old marriage certificate and just be like, and birth certificate oh. to be like, hey. This, you know, oh. I need child support, and then I would have to send them the judgment from oh, Texas State, and that, like, by the time she did it in like New York State, New York State basically had to warn her, like, "Hey, we see all this litigation, litigation. yeah, states. yeah, again, yeah. it like she did it for like ten years, like it was crazy." Yeah, no, I mean, look, here's the, here's my as a lawyer, I, no, I, this is not a, a relationship advice, but as a lawyer, get a paternity test. Oh yeah, I, 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 <coughs> right off the bat, I think I could have got. I think I would have ended up with a step, being a stepfather had I committed to the women that I was dating when I was making like forty grand a year. But, but yeah, since it didn't work you, out, and I ended up, you know, surpassing that income, you know, greatly. It was like, all right, well, now I have. A, now I'm in a different socioeconomic circle. And so now I feel like I have access to these women, which, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you have, your spectrum is limited by your income and by, as a man, but then once your income grows, you can date a woman that's, that works in a corporate area. Once you you make past a certain amount of money, especially once you cross about the, once you cross about the $200,000 mark, you're pretty much like you're in the clear. You can date whoever you want. Yeah. You're in the clear. Like you're coasting like 200 K you're coasting because now you have access to women all across the spectrum from the waitress all the way to the senior director. As long as, you know, as long as they're in your age group and you're like, you make enough money to satisfy the requirements. You look good too, right? Income and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, and you can, you can clean up too. That's important. It's not, it's not all money. It's not totally. Well, here's the thing though, too. Yeah. If you're going to make that kind of money, you're going to, by nature of the socioeconomic circle you're in, you're going to have to be not like, you know, Patrick Bates like level, but you're going to be a clean man. You're go- more than likely going to have a facial routine. You're going to have, you know, pickups. Like every dude I know is like a VIP member of some clothing store where like they have one day clothes and bite only sales. You know what I'm saying? Like they spend, like they understand how, how and stuff like that. How dare Brooks Brothers subscription, sir? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but like they take the care of themselves. You don't reach that yeah. level of income for most men without keeping up some level of 
above average upkeep as a man. Like, you just can't, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know dudes yeah. that have had plastic surgery, you'll never know about it, though, because they don't, you know, it's not overboard like you would see on, like, Instagram or anything like that. But, yeah, like, it's a, it's very weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, just hearing people talk about, like, that income group yeah. of men and, like, not even knowing anybody in that income group and how they move. <laughs> And, and here's the way, and here's the question I would have for that, and for you on that is, as a man in that income bracket, what does someone else's kids bring to you? Nothing. Like, honestly, they bring nothing. Now that I'm in this income bracket, like, when I was younger and be frank, poorer, like, yeah, I didn't see it as a big deal. But now that I have a lot more to lose, I see a lot more liabilities. Absolutely. And, and the thing is, and, and here's the other key thing. As a man that makes that kind of money, and this is something a lot of women don't realize, like very quickly, those gender, all those gender expectations that we're supposed to get thrown out the window and, and we've moved past that, we're in a new age. All of a sudden, all those gender expectations yes. start coming back, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, because, you know, I, you know, as a lawyer, like I was making in that 200 plus range and I'll tell you. All of a sudden, I was not, people were not going Dutch with me on dates. Now, I was because I I was cheap. But now, here's the crazy part is because I'm in New Zealand, they don't, they do do Dutch. Like, Dutch is the normality. Like, that whole idea of patriarchy in that regard doesn't really exist here. So, like, paying for your dinner or going out with a group of friends or just paying for everybody and keeping it moving. Like, like in America, that's like kind of seen as, not normal, but like accepted. Like, oh yeah, well you know he's rich, so it's fine. Versus when you're here, it's like holy shit, did he just pay for everybody? Like, it's a much grander gesture here. If that makes any mm-hmm. sense. No, and, so and and I guess it all depends on the culture you come from. It's just cultural differences and shit. That's why I, I tell people it is yeah. attacking individuals about this doesn't make any sense because it's a cult, broader cultural issue and cultures are usually supported by institutions. So there's institutions you have to discuss, not necessarily individuals. Yeah. And, and it's, I mean, and I think the reality, I think you really nailed it on the head when you said, you know, as, as somebody making $40,000 a year, you might have been a stepfather. It's like that I think touches at one of the key problems here, especially as a, a single man that is, I would say desirable, right? Without kids, you know, in this socioeconomic platform is you have options. That's so are you saying, we, are you saying, are you saying Rory that um, Hillary Crowder is off the market for you? Who's Hillary Crowder? <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Damn, dude. Hell yeah. Hey, bro, you could be the stepfather who stepped up. And you know she, you know she's about to get a judgment off his ass, too. Oh, dude. Can you imagine? You know what's funny? I don't think she should get anything. And I, the reason why I don't think she should get anything is because I think, like, she knew he was a piece of shit from the jump. When they got married, he was already yeah. known as a right-wing grifter and agitator already. So you saw all that, and you were okay with it when it was directed to everyone else. But you, but now that you've had a kid and you can kind of see the come up on it where you can both play the victim and get paid out. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, but if he if if he is dumb enough to release his her medical records like he keeps threatening to do, then oh, she'll have a case. Oh <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna release her medical records. That would be I would be That's very really gonna make you look good, bro. Right. Well, and she's going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> 
a court can order it, it depends there are times when you can release medical records as part of a trial but yeah. not in this situation and, and no, well, not no, as a way to dun- not a way to dunk on your wife no that's not no, yeah, yeah, you, know, you, you have to petition the court you have to petition the court oh yeah you have to petition facebook and you and, fumble a million yeah. people's re- you know personal medical records that's in what universe in what universe is a judge going to look at that and say no, and then what universe is a judge going to look at that matter and say, yeah, you know what? Go ahead and release her mental health records. Yeah, just right. get everything out there. Every Her appendectomy, every, like, pap smear. Yeah, sure, just, just yeah, put it all out there. Jail. Are you kidding me? You're going to I mean, he's, he's not going to do it. On, I'm, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't be, well, you uh, never Especially know. not, well, the thing is. I would like, hope he's not stupid enough to do it without it, permission it, it, from it, the it, judge, which he won't get. Yeah, well, he wouldn't do. I mean, I, I think that Stephen Crowder, while very stupid, is not so stupid as to screw to not listen to his divorce attorney. Although, yeah. who knows? Uh, that being said, there are times when you can petition the court to at least introduce medical records into record into into the evidence, assuming like, that they are relevant to. Yeah, the case, no, right? of course. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not following this like like a hundred percent like the, the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not following. So I mean, I even know, if but... it was relevant, he would have a real hard time at this point trying to argue it in front of the judge to even introduce it into evidence, specifically because, like, there be there the judge will know now that there is a background motive of wanting to make this yeah. into evidence just so you can ju- then slander your wife and pub- the ex-wife in public. So, therefore, even if it is relevant, it's going to be superseded by the fact that he's a piece of shit, which that's why you don't announce your plans if you're going to be a terrible human being. Yeah, and, and I would say one other thing just to, to note, like, when especially when it comes to divorce, because this, like, I don't think that Amaranth has divorced her husband, but, like, when that was still a question, I was like, oh, my God, like, we are going mm. to have, when it comes, because here's the thing about divorce, right? Divorce purely is about splitting assets, right? It's mm-hmm. about splitting the assets in a marriage. It has nothing to do with morality, right? I mean... Nope. So, like, she's going to get a great judgment from Steven Crowder because he's a wealthy guy. And I believe she was a stay-at-home mom. I want to yeah. say that. I don't know if she I'm had pretty a, sure, No, yeah. I'm pretty sure she was. Yeah. So, if, like, if there's a significant income gap, like, she is going to get a, a fairly sizable settlement. But here's the thing, like, because this, this showed up in the Amaranth stuff where women were all like, oh, I can't wait for her to take him to court. So she's, she's like, going to take all this money and walk off. And I'm like... He didn't have any money, as far as I know. Yeah, but and that's the problem. Right? And she has money. And mm-hmm. if she didn't sign... And if she didn't sign a prenup, she's... Even... Yeah. Like, it is splitting the trouble. Yeah, and I don't think that she did. Because, I mean, like, I would be surprised at the time. Because I, I believe they got together before she was really big. Yeah. So I don't know why they would have signed a prenup you know, when she's making like $80,000 a year, right? And so, it, but like even then, like marital assets are pretty, you know, like when, when in a divorce you split those fairly equitably, like, because keep in mind, like, it's not just like she's getting, like, what you're saying is not just that she gets nothing, you're saying that Steven Crowder gets everything, which is like, mm, I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh, regardless, though, regardless, I, I do think that um, kind of getting back onto the subject here. Um, here's like here, the reality I think behind all of this, right? Is that again, like as a man, what what do a single man? Hang, hang on, case, hang on. I just want to I just want to address one thing that uh, Kate was saying, which was that uh, you know all marriages in Europe, in America, and Australia should automatically come with a prenup. Well, here's the thing, like 
Uh, like when you're, when you're both making relatively similar amounts of money, let's say that you got married, say coming out of college, you got married like early on in your professional career, unless there's a significant difference in income, the prenup doesn't really count for much. It doesn't count for much. All, yeah. all marriages do come with a prenup. It's called the body of family law. Um, yeah. and, yeah. and it's fairly, it's, it's fairly direct. And, and I would say honestly, fairly equitable. Um, but yeah, the, but, yeah. Know, if, if the only the only situation is like if you have, if you've already made your money, like you are already independently wealthy, and your partner is not, there's a significant gap in your income, yeah. and they're they're coming into a, a marriage with that significant gap already existing. Sure, it would make sense to have a prenuptial agreement, but for most people who are like making forty, and let's be honest, like it, the median income in America is about what's like forty some odd thousand dollars, forty two, forty five thousand dollars, four hundred dollars. Yeah. And then hey. when it comes to depends on which family, depends on which community you go to, where, where it comes to, uh, to, to white people, it, it, it tops 60 when it comes to uh, Latino people, it's in, it's in the low fifties when it comes to black people, it's in the forties. So frankly, like n- none of us really have that much over our partners that the, uh, the necessity of a prenup should even come up in the first place. That's really for like the exceptions. That's for like the one, 2%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, I think, but getting back to the, the topic at hand, I would really ask, what exactly, as if I'm a single man, right, don't have kids, let's say I'm earning good money, let's say $120,000 in New York City, right, let's just give a number. Mm-hmm. Um, what exactly does marrying a single mom get me that marrying a woman without kids would? Uh, diaper duty. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, here's I mean, the only yeah. if, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Yeah. I have is if her ex was well, like, rich and she is just. By the way, by the way, Ton of Voss, are you there? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if Ton of Voss is here or not because uh, he's yeah, he's like in the speakers roster, but not here. Here, I think maybe a signal is uh, crapping out. But I, I, I wanted to. Whoa. I wanted to hear what he had Rory. to say vis-a-vis Rory. Well, no. Let me let me finish. Let me finish my point. Yeah, go ahead. What does that like? I mean, let's be honest here. What does that get you? Like for starters, like you know. If I'm share, if I'm in this house, like let's say that we have a kid, right? Let's say I meet this woman, we marry. She has a kid from a previous relationship, yeah. And I have a kid. Mm. Christmas time rolls around, right? What mm-hmm. what do we do at Christmas time? We buy each other gifts, right? Let's say I have a thousand dollars to spend on gifts. Can okay. I spend that all on my kid? It would be kind of stupid if you did. Why? I have to spend it on someone else's kid. Right? Yeah. I have to, right? It's expected of me, right? I'm not going to just give my kid a thousand dollar gift and leave the, the step kid on my own. Now, here's my question. Uh, does the other child's father have to buy my kid a gift? <laughs> does the other, no, no, no. Oh my God. Father, does the other child's father have to, have to spend money on my kid? If, if the other fo- child's father is yeah. going on vacation, yeah. Right. Going off. To no, 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 no. The Does mom, mom buys your, the mom, mom buys your child a gift. If we're married, that's shared assets. <sighs> so wait, wait, but that doesn't make sense because what? if you're, if you're married, if you're married and you're buying your stepchild a gift, it's the exact same, like it's the exact same scenario. Unless for example, like uh, your, yeah. your ex-wife or your ex-partner is buying that buying your stepchild a gift or you know spending money on your stepchild's gift yeah well wouldn't they 
if they're, I mean, Leo, if I look, if I have a, a, a child with, and I get divorced, you think I'm not buying that kid a gift ever again? I walk away, hands up. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, uh, the your ex-wife or your ex-partner that you have a child with, what you're what what you're saying here kind of cuts the other way. Well, would she be obligated to buy your stepchild a gift also? I mean, obviously no, not. No, 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 no. But, but here's the thing. I'm single, yeah. right? I go into this single. That's my question. I go yeah. into this single. She comes into it with a kid from a previous relationship. Right. We have a kid. Yeah. So there's what, so where would that come in, right? I have a kid with her. Yeah. Usually parents buy their kids a gift, right? Usually. Right, 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 right. So she has oh, I see what you're saying. So, okay, so you come into the relationship single. You have a child together, plus you have a stepchild. Yes. Oh, I see. Oh, that's. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm serious. That like, is conniving as hell. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm asking you an honest question. Do you yeah. like this is the point I'm getting at, right? Like, like people seem to think like, oh, as a parent, I'm raising the kid on my own. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're, you're yeah. you know, if, if we're in a yeah, you're raising marriage, it, you're raising it with your ex-partner, you're right? Partner. And it's like, yeah, but I, 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 like all the money I spend on my child from the previous relationship, I have, and I'm like, yeah, but that's not how it works, right? Right. If you didn't have that kid, where would that money be going? To rent or a mortgage? Sure. sure. Uh, it would be going to vacations. It would be part of the spousal assets. Whereas now, that money's going out the door. Mm, all right. Well, okay. Where else would it go? Right. If you think about it like this, if, if I marry a woman and I keep, and I, and let's say we each earn $5,000 a month. Right. Yeah. And we're, we're doing this up and I take $2,500 of the $500 of the 5,000 I make, and I go blow it at the casino every month. Yep. Would I say that I'm only spending my money at the casino? No. So why is it then that that if the if my the, the mother or my wife is spending money on her kid, right? Is that <laughs> no, 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 no? Here's the thing. It's, it, 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 it's interesting. No, I, I'm, I'm asking you, right? Again, here's the magic of it. Here's the here's the problem. Here's the problem that a lot of women yeah. have, yeah. right? When we get married, your money. Or a lot of women they roll into this and say, "My money is my money, and your money is my." Right. Well, oh, I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even going to front. Same. I'm not even going to front. I've been through that. I'm not even going to front. I've I've totally been through that myself. That is that is a hundred percent true. It's 100% as much as much as as much as they like as much as they like to say that you know this you know we're joint we're building together so on and so on and so on. No, her money is her money and your money is our money. It's it's the family pot. That's what happens. Yeah. Look, I get this is this subject is going to cause a lot of heat, but this is like just cold clinical analysis of these situations. Yeah. I get it. Rory's not being touchy feely. So I'm just, not. You know. I'm, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. Is this like at the end of the day? And keep in mind, right? Like, I don't have to get into a relationship with a single mother. I don't have to get into a relationship. I have other options. Right? You don't have to so, get into a relationship with anybody. Really. I don't have to get into a relationship any, with anyone. Here's, yeah, here's the thing. I, and, and this I'm is the point that I will force. agree. Yeah. No, a point that I will agree with you on is you have, you have the right to screen anybody out for any reason you want. Absolutely. Any reason mm-hmm. that you screen somebody out of your dating pool is a completely valid reason because that's completely your choice and your preference. I've always believed Absolutely. that. Yep. Yep. And doesn't matter. Is- doesn't matter if it's a racist reason. Doesn't matter if it's a uh, you know like an anti-child reason. Doesn't matter if it's a anti-religious. Whatever reason that you have for screening exactly. somebody out of your dating pool, totally valid. And, and the reality is behind this, and you can you can argue with me back and forth, but the point is, 
let's be honest here. Most people, you know, it, at least from the, the reports that we have that I've heard and from a lot, if you go onto any like chat board for single parents in the dating world, especially like dating over 30, a lot, apparently people don't share the same sense that a lot of people online seem to share about how it's totally not an issue, right? There's, there's a disconnect here, right? And so you can argue with me as much as you want, but the reality is push come to shove on the streets. Mm-hmm. From what I can see, it does definitely seem like people are, and men in particular are selecting against mothers with children, especially kids, uh-huh. especially men who don't have kids themselves. Yeah. All right, no, My, Michael. Michael's here to redeem. <laughs> oh no, Michael just cut out. I was okay. Oh, I was going to no. say let uh, let Mantra go ahead and uh, let Mantra go ahead. I feel like she's got a lot to say to Rory right now. But right, uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna run to the bathroom. I'm still listening though. So okay, Michael. Right. Uh, Michael, uh, jump out of the room and jump. There you are. There you are. All right, you're good. What's up, Mantra? You can go ahead and unmute. Mantra, are you there? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm here. All good. No worries. Okay, so yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm grossed out by the whole topic, to be honest. Just and the... this was a this was an argument the, that we got mantra into. Mantra, mantra. Yeah. When I saw it in group chat, I was like, "Well, I really have <laughs> nothing to add to this conversation, but it's going to be fascinating to watch how many people Rory pisses off." So yeah. Here, I, yeah, I mean, it's not. Here's the thing: it's, I don't want to see. I don't want to put Rory out there by himself and leave him hanging on a limb. Because I, like, I, I partially agree with that. I, I, I'm not going to go so far as to say you absolutely shouldn't date somebody with a child already. <laughs> but I will say that, like, based on the way that people manage relationships now, it's not something that I would advise. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Do you just? Yeah, I think that's fair. Just... Sorry, just to be clear, I am totally happy to stand on this island on my own. I'm like one of those Japanese sailors or soldiers, like <laughs> Pacific island. I'm, I've got the katana. I'm just like going at the tree. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, he's, he's hanging up the Philippine jungle. It's just uh, he hasn't gotten the orders from his commanding officer. He doesn't yet. know the war is over. Yeah. Um, well.
me like she didn't have time for me. She was she was a parent to me. She was a third parent. And Absolutely. The thing is, it's not just about money. And that's the thing. Like maybe maybe we're talking about the reality of how life is now and how dating is commodified and everything is commodified. But maybe the reason that you guys are talking about this is so we can bring back the conversation to like the the better the, well, whatever the better angels like what about the fucking love dude why can't we talk about like what about this is who you fell in love with and then you fell in love with the kid and we're like okay this what is if, what i want i want to be this but person. again that is that is specificity we're talking about in general right here's like you know maybe that's just how things worked out maybe it's just you know we fell in love this that and the other and that's great but for most people that's not how the process really works right for most people they it takes time and effort and, and to be honest with you like a what? lot of guys i'm sorry like a lot of guys do do um either implicitly or explicitly filter for this right that is definitely true it's hard to argue against that even the people who are against me are agree that, that a lot of that. I yeah, know it, it is a filter and I think who have kids like I like I would be and, and, but, bad for you to date people who have kids but but here's but here's can I, the hold on let me, can I offer something yeah. here can I offer something can I offer something here okay yeah. so there's the there, I'm not going to say it's exactly a midpoint, but it's it's, simp- it's pretty simply this because like everyone's saying this this conversation seems too cold and clinical and detached, and that it seems like uh, we're like marketizing relationships. Here's the problem: relationships already are marketized. Yeah, let me ask so you. Unfortunately, you, you, unfortunately here's yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. My but wife and I met on. Hold on. Hold on. Well, but here's the thing: like, there's there really is no other side of it. Relationships are marketized. How do people meet for the most part online now? I came up at a time when you met somebody. Like the you know your 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 parents or your let's say if you had like older older siblings or uncles and aunts, they met people through the people that they knew. They met people through their social circle. They might have met somebody yeah. through church. They might have met somebody through work. They might have met somebody through let's say like they went to school, went to college. You know they met their sweetheart in, in college, maybe even in high school. But people met generally through their social circles. Now completely different story because you're not let's say competing, and that's really pretty much what it is now. Is you're in competition. You're not competing with people within your social circle. You're competing with people in your general geographic area. Now, I'm pretty sure, like, uh, doesn't Tinder have, like, a, uh, a tool that lets you check out people, like, around the world, like, in different states, different countries uh, even? I think so. I think yeah, I, I, I'm I pretty know, sure like, they do. So, like, now now you're, you're just, you're basically, like, your dating, um, your, your dating pool is, at the very least, your city. Uh, it can be larger than your city. It could be your general region. Like, say, for example, let's say I go on Tinder or Hinge or Bumble or whatever. My dating pool is not just, say, Toronto. My dating pool is not Mississauga. My dating pool is not Durham region. My dating pool is the greater Toronto area. It's everywhere from, like, Hamilton all the way out to Coburg somewhere. You know what I mean? So, uh, unfortunately, like that, but that's how people meet now. So, it is essentially marketized because what do you see in those dating profiles? You see somebody's face, a little bit of information about them, maybe a couple of pictures to go by. And what do you do? You swipe right on impulse, you swipe right or you swipe left. That's pretty much it. Let me me ask, and let me ask, let me give you a better, even outside of the dating apps, suppose you meet somebody and it turns out they have $500,000 worth of student debt, private student debt, undischargeable at a, I don't know, a 6% interest rate. 
right? And you marry them. Guess what's going to happen to your income? It's going to drop, right? Because you're going to have to be making those payments once. And and that absolutely, if you don't think that doesn't influence people's decisions to get into a relationship, if you think the finances are just like out the window, you know, like who cares? Like we're, we're in love. Like that's how you end up with failed relationships because look, that is a lot of money that somebody has to, to struggle with and to deal with. And it, that is going to put strain on the relationship. It's going to make interactions with you and your spouse a lot diff- more difficult. And you can say, well, in, in, a, you know, in, in the perfect socialist, communist utopia, we would never have to deal with that. Okay, well, we don't live there, right? We live here. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in the United States of America, $500,000 worth of debt I would tell you, if you were a man sitting with $500,000 worth of debt and you were trying to meet a woman, I would say, man, you got to like It's just not going to happen. You yeah. got to go through debt first. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially. I mean, that, I, yeah. I'll be honest. I would, I would select for that. I would Absolutely. select for that too. Or I would to. just like not marry. But that's the thing, right? You're you, like, everybody has their breaking point, right? It's, it's, and that's the thing, you know, when it comes to like a kid, it's all love and, 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 you know, being with a person. But when it comes to $500,000 worth of student debt, that's a breaking point, maybe. Right? So. Well, the thing is, you how know, do you have 500000 in where what stage well, are you? Like, wouldn't you have, what stage of just, life I, are you in if you have $500,000? Uh, you, you went to a private university and, like, took it all the way to grad school. Yeah. There are people okay. do. And you're just no, we finished. are not wow. saying men with debt can't find love. No, but if you think mm-hmm. people don't make don't, calculations yeah. about finances and debt finances. and dating, I mean, like, look, it's gross. Marriage. It's terrible. It's unbearable. I, I will, say, I will yeah. say straight up. I will say straight up that my wife asked me to have my debts just like make sure that my debts were cleared up, make sure my debts are completely discharged because we wanted, she wanted to start on a, a new slate. We both wanted to start on a new slate. Mm-hmm. So that was like one of, one of the conversations we had about getting married was um, making sure that we're responsible with our finances, which meant clearing up debts. Yeah. So right. I would be, yeah, like for me, I would, I would, um, I, I don't, it's... I don't necessarily want a guy who, I don't necessarily need a guy who's like loaded or makes a ton of money, but I want a guy who is, smart about money and, and and having five you know three to let's say like three to five hundred thousand dollars in debt i mean that is outside of the fact that like maybe what that says about him personally at the end of the day that is a pressing concern that you're going to have to be dealing with monthly right yeah. i mean seriously right that is yeah that is money that's going out the door and it's not a mortgage right it's not you know this isn't you know coming back to us this is just pure loss for us and that is going to impact your quality of life and, and the fact that you wouldn't consider that before getting into a marriage is a problem yeah, no, I, you didn't. I would definitely yeah and, like how and it's, yeah. it's, and it's the same thing yeah, with, hold on so so uh, yeah we are we are not telling men with that that they can't find love but the rest of the world listen if you have if you have whether it's medical debt whether it's student loan debt whether it's private debt because you're completely irresponsible with your line of credit or something like that the fact of the matter is if you're like going past like the third date and you're talking about getting serious and you start having conversations about your finances and you disclose that you have say $500,000 of debt, you are not likely to get to the next date. It's probably not going to happen. And I think it's like, again, like I, I don't want to seem cold and calculating, but this is just the way that it is. 
Yeah. We have, we have essentially marketized our relationships. And unfortunately there's like, I don't know. It, it feels like people kind of want to have the best of both worlds, which is yeah. like to be yeah. able to be able to think about it in, in terms of like cold, rational market terms. Like, can he provide for me? Does he have enough ambition? Does he have enough going on for him? And really what we're talking about is like, not just yeah. financial stability, but upward financial mobility. It's not just the financial stability part. I, I find that women tend to worry about. It's also like, is he upwardly mobile? Can he, can he take me where I want to go? But then when it comes to, okay, well, what is he selecting for on my side? All of a sudden there's, whoa, 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 whoa. This whoa, is whoa, really whoa, cold whoa. and calculating. That doesn't sound I, fair. And, and that's the thing, right? Like, I mean, how many women, I would say, put a height requirement, right? How many women put an income requirement? These, I'm no, sorry, no. these are... These are cold no. calculations. These are yeah, hard no. numbers, I'm, right? I'm yeah, going to keep it real. My, my mom straight up told my dad, we cannot raise a child on an Episcopalian minister's salary. Like, you need to get a better job. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is... Yeah. And so he did. It's like, it, this is just this is just what happens in relationships and marriage. And they've been married yeah. for almost 50 years. And, so. and like, look, you know, and, and look, like, honestly, as... I mean, even as a, as a as a single woman, I, and like po- possibly hooking up with a single father, especially a single father with sole custody and, and primary custody of a child, you you don't think those women wouldn't be making the exact same calculation? How much money is he going to spend on my kids? Here's if we're saving, here's, here's if we're saving for college. Who's getting the majority of like again? There are finite resources. Yeah. You want to hear something? Well, I, I have spoken to women that have their own children that say that they don't want a man with children. Can I say something about the height requirement thing, actually? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So having any kind of requirements about a partner seems cold and calculated. But the height requirement, I want to say it's actually not about the per- the other person. It's about the the woman. In a lot For a lot of women, it's not about... I don't like a guy who's short. It's, I don't feel sexy with a guy who's short. I have a hard time. You, no, you think please, I, you, you think, please. You think I, let me ask you a question. You think, I, you think I feel like a big, like, like a cool man when my wife weighs 300 pounds? Well, no. Exactly. Oh, I mean, no, that's ah. fucking hell, bro. No, I was just going to say, like, I, 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 I I would feel uncomfortable with a partner who was shorter or skinnier than me. Matra, that's totally I, fine. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to like, this is not like me judging you at all. But what this is, honestly, is me saying that like, look, that is a hard, cold assessment that women make, right? Like it is hard, it is cold, and it, it's a number, right? It really is a number. It's as simple as that, right? But and I'm they, they, saying that it's not... I, it is, but I just want to make it clear that it's actually not a judgment against the men no. who are shorter or skinnier. This is, it's this about is, a, this is a judgment. Myself. This is a judgment against against single mothers. Single mothers are great. There's a like. I mean, they go through like hell for those kids. But as a man, does that necessarily mean I have to date you? Does that mean I have to marry you? Does that mean I should marry you? These are different questions. I think it's going to be different for every. Yeah, like I think that's fair for you to say I, no I, is co- I, totally reasonable. I'm for gonna, another guy to say yes is totally yeah. his call too, right? I'm going to I'm going to tell myself a little bit. I'll be straight up, because um, I, I I didn't have children until I would say like fairly late, 
And uh, even though I'd like been in like long-term relationships and even a marriage before, um, you know, that my wife, the person that I, I chose to have children with, I, I selected her in because she was over five foot six. I was like, I can't have, I can't have small kids. I'm sorry. If I have a son and he's like five, five, I'm dooming him. Oh man, you, know? you, you have you have a low requirement, dude. I'm sitting here at man, five. What is this? What is this short? What is this <laughs> well, short king tall. slander? Jesus, you guys. Because, because I don't want to. I don't want to. No, no, no. Here, listen, let me go. No, let me listen. Let me, yeah. No, yeah. Shut up. Shut up. The shortest yeah, guy I dated was hung like a porn star. So don't discount the short kings, I, ladies. I, look, don't do I it. Just, don't do it. I agree with Melanie, and I'm way. I'm way less. I, I filter out short men way less than I used don't, to. Yeah, yeah and, and don't here's, do it. Here, no, no, here's, here's, <laughs> let, me, let me explain. Let me explain. Here's the reason why we do that, at least why I do it. Because yeah. I've had to, I've heard about how women talk about short men, and I don't want, yep. I, I do not want my son. Exactly the same. Here. Exactly that. the same. Yep. Hey, and, my, and I want my daughters, my daughters are going to be tall. Like they're, they're already yeah, tall they are. for their age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And,
just grinding it. <laughs> the history. At least those like yeah. charioteers in Rome actually won won badges. Pujols <laughs> <laughs> hasn't done <laughs> the angels. My God. Yeah. But but seriously, you get what I'm saying here, right? It's like. I, there's, it's not just the sense of like, cause look, like everybody has to sell themselves to a partner, right? I mean, even like, you know, I Q, thank you very much for, for singing my praises, ladies. Um, yeah, but, lot, lots of, lots of escape from right? Tarkov lore, ladies, just so you yeah. know. And Warhammer 40k, just for you. Uh, if you. If you want to know all. Lots of talk want, about guns. If, if you want to know all the background. Hold on, on hold on, hold on. One second. On I just saw, hold on. I just saw <laughs> Jacob hop into the, uh, the queue and then hop back out. I don't want to. I don't want to keep him waiting. Right, too. No, he's not there see. anymore. But I was saying, hey, come back because I wanted to hear what he had to say. But sorry, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Mantra. I felt like you were going to say something. Yeah. Oh sorry. no, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go make space for Jacob. This was fun. Yeah. Thank you, Mantra. Yeah, Wasn't no it though? Thanks, Mantra. Oh, I'm. St- I'm still yeah, listening. And, 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 and I, yeah. yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. No, I. The, the point I'm trying to say is that I think there is. There's this. Very, there's this general kind of hesitancy or just discomfort i think a lot of women have with the, the concept of like selling themselves to men in that well, way we don't or, or marketing sounds themselves. like slavery sounds like sla- it's like no no like you're you're marketing yourself to a guy a guy has se- no, no you're you're no options. hold on you're, you're kind of right in the sense that it's more like the it's not the like the commodity marketplace it's absolutely not but it's more like the labor market you're trying to find it's a labor market you're trying to find somebody who's a good fit for you it's the same thing when you yeah. you know you apply to companies or whatever you're trying to find a place that's a good fit it's a, it's a good culture yeah. fit it's very much just i mean granted like it's not supposed to be like a boss employee relationship but really like when you sit down for the first couple of dates what are you doing besides like going through your relationship cv that's really what you're doing <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, rather sixer. I remember someone once upon a time said a dude dating a woman <laughs> just like picking up on somebody's saved game. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's really good. But uh, respect to that. Respect for that guy. That guy had uh, that is, uh, a, a man with a, a way for words. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, you're picking up on somebody's save. Like, yeah, you're you're like uh, you're like halfway through Final Fantasy VII. You have no idea where the fuck you are. You're on the second disc. You know, you haven't even you haven't even got you haven't even got Yuffie or or you haven't got Yuffie. You haven't got Red Thirteen. You got nobody. You're just you're scrubbed out. Oh, but, dude, it's like uh, if you end up marrying like the what are they the uh, Mendez twins? That's playing Ben Drowned. <laughs> 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 oh god no but 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 the point how I'm did you see me i just applied you do you okay you okay do. cupid you do. okay cupid for example okay cupid what do you do on okay because that's that was the app before tinder yeah. kind of took them down although aren't they in the, i'm pretty sure they're in the same like they're still around uh, same yeah, no just, no i think they're in the same parent company i think okay cupid yeah. and tinder under or under the like auspices of match.com yeah i think yeah. they're all in match.com so it's whatever but um, and okay, Cupid, you would fill you would fill out like your bio, like you know, here's who I am. Like they would ask you, like you know, what do you do for a living? Yeah. Uh, what do you do for fun? I don't think they would ask how much money you make, but just by describing the kind of work that you do or employment that you're in, um, yeah. y- like people could more or less have a pretty good guess at what kind of income you like, what your income range is. So like, you, you, what they weren't marketing you just off of your face, like like with Tinder. 
Because you'd actually you'd have to like look at somebody's profile and check them out. Whereas with uh, Tinder, you just like swipe right or swipe left. But the exact same thing is happening. People do kind of expect you to talk about yourself and what you do. You're basically you're writing a short cover letter. You're applying. It's true. You're applying. Why? What else? I mean, what else would it be like? You have to sell yourself, right? Why do people show up to dates? Why do you put on makeup before a date? Is it because you because you you like you just like putting on makeup? Oh, oh, like, hold, on, hold on, hold on, good. hold on, Nikki, Nikki, we're not saying that women aren't are, are not marketing themselves. They are. What I'm trying to say is they we're are. all marketing ourselves. We're, we're all, all marketing, marketing ourselves. Yeah. And the and, and the idea that there's this weird sense where it's like, okay, well, if you're marketing yourself, you know. Look, kids, that's a big that's a big negative on the old on the old marketing scale. Mm -hmm. Right. For example, for example, for example. Oh, so uh, how come you left your last job? Right. Hey, uh, in, so what can you explain to me the other uh, duties that you held in your last position? Same exact shit. Can you explain to me? I mean, that's pretty much more or less what they're asking. Oh, so uh, when's the last time that you're in a relationship? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, how come you all two broke up? Or, or if you're, here's the thing, and this one gets asked a lot, I think more than, because uh, a guy might say like, uh, you might ask, you know, do you have any children? She'll say no. He might be like, oh, how come? But the exact same thing happens to guys. You know, I, I would, I was in my thirties with no children and I was being asked, oh yeah, so how come you don't have any kids? I'm like, because I, I'm not just going to have children with somebody that, you know what I mean? Like. I'm not just gonna go have children for the sake of having children. I'm gonna have children because I've hit that age where I'm supposed to have children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit the wall. I hit the guy wall. You know? Yeah. I hit the guy wall. Yeah. I wrote. I wrote the pussy carousel for too long, and now I'm hitting the wall. So I feel like I gotta have some kids now. Like, kind of a question is that? Yeah, but that—that's the thing. People do ask these questions. Like that—that is what an interview is for. What is a date but an interview? Yeah. I mean, to get to know you. Yeah. It is. There's no other way around it. And, and you can say, well, that's just the, the hyper-capitalist commodification of relationships. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay. I got but left once we go back else, to Earth, means I got laid off from the job. Also true. Also true. Yeah. yeah. We've decided to move forward. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, that's exactly it. No, no, you don't have to get left for somebody else. You can just get left. Like, I feel like we're not, we don't want the same things. We're not going in the same direction. We're not. We're not the same people we were when we met. That's that's basically just being laid off, you know. Yeah. And and we're, or we're... or just fired because you might be put on performance review. That shit happens too, right? Yeah. What is what is relationship therapy? What is relationship we need to sit therapy down and reevaluate some things if we're going to yeah. keep going? Yeah. It, it, it's a reality. Like again, because this is here's the problem. What do, what do people, if, they, if they're not going to refer to their spouse as their wife or their husband, what do they refer to them as? Their partner. 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 Partnership. What is a partnership? <laughs> it's business. No, I mean, seriously. That's why, yeah. why do you think people get together, right? Why, why do you think that, like... Yeah, look, people don't say boyfriend or girlfriend anymore. Because the thing is, here's the thing. Say partner. Here's the thing. The reason that you would say boyfriend or girlfriend, this was some shit you would say back in the 50s. Prior to that, like, prior to... Uh, prior to like the uh, 
like the Second World War. You would War. say my beloved, and you would write, and you would write yeah, to them yeah, sad but like, poetry. You didn't really do the like. You didn't really do the dating thing until you the, had until like bo- the you had bows. <laughs> As yeah. I am dying of influenza, my my dear beloved. You're no, dying. You, of you were an ad- you were an adult. Yeah. You were an adult, and you called them a lover, which is a term that honestly needs to be brought back. I think so. Too. I mean, somebody wanted to call me their lover. Uh, we had a conversation like two She's days ago. An easy I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. Here's here's the thing like uh back in like the 19th century how did you how did you court well you would a guy would literally go to a young woman's house and would have dinner with the family they would ask him a bunch of questions that's why it's called courting (laughs) (laughs) no but uh, and then and then hold up get this though they would sleep in this like the the uh the young man and the young woman would sleep in the same bed together but the parents would put this big board between them so that they couldn't do stuff it was called the bundle board Mm-hmm. You would have sex with her father. Where do you think? Where do you think? Where do you think she so fine? I suck her daddy's dick. Where do you think that came from? Parent. Sorry, I gotta, I gotta do the, I gotta do the penis inspection. This is an important <laughs> part of our culture. It's like, like, I don't know. I, I, I've been really, I, I grew up in, in England. I don't think this is part of our. No, but, but hold up, but hold up. What, what was, what was yeah. dating though? What was date? What was dating? Dating was actually a. There was there was no such thing as dating until post World War II. You know what dating used to be? It was a guy hiring a prostitute. That's what that's what dating was, or at least that's what it was compared to. Anyway, it's basically like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take her out, and to the sensibilities of the time, is like you were basically just like smutting a young woman out. Is what it was. There was no such thing as dating. Yeah, and, and why do you think that there's an expectation that men pay for dinner? Jeez, oh, sorry. Okay, Rory, we, Rory, Rory. Rory. Killing me, dog. I'm just, I'm just here to, I'm just here to ask questions. Rory, we get it. You, you hate paying for dinner. I got it. I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm cheap. This is my culture. Oh, okay, so, okay, so in the, in the point, miserly post World War II period. That's when people started quote unquote dating, right? But it was, it was the same shit. You were basically showing like. Hey, here's what I have to offer, and here's what you have. But the reason that you say my boyfriend or my girlfriend is because you were very young. You didn't have people that were dating at the age of like 35. It's, it does sound weird to call somebody your boyfriend or girlfriend in your 30s, right? So, I mean, now now it's just like, and this is the unfortunate reality that we live in right now. It's like that now because you need two incomes to have a family. You, you, it's very rare. It's in very rare instances, unless you're in like the top one or 2%. And I think people have a very strange idea about what it takes to raise a family. Being a parent myself, it's fucking expensive. There is no, for the most part, you're not going to be able to do it on one income. That's why people end up waiting so long. But the problem is people wait so long because they have financial considerations. And you know what comes to the forefront of people's minds when they're dating or in the marketplace? Well, they are putting their financial considerations first. They're playing footsie with each other, asking each other a bunch of shit about what they do, how, how much they have fun doing this, that, or the third. But they're really assessing each other for is this going to make for a good business partnership? That's the simple, like, cold reality of it. Yeah, and, I'm and, a terrible yeah, business like, partner, so I just, you know, I'm good. I'm on the side. I mean, so am I. You know, I'm not. I'm I'm more of a consultant than a business partner. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I'm I'm the guy that you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a fraudster. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just no, but but here's the thing, and, and that's the and that's the way that 
I think one of the problems here is that there's this general uncomfortability with the idea of like selling yourself, like not just selling yourself, but the fact that a guy might have other options and might, might, and, and, and I think that there are some men that, that struggle with this too, but like, I definitely see it much more in, in women. All right, right, where it's real, like real quick, worry. Just want to make sure that uh, Johnny gets his chance. To oh play. yeah, Johnny. Oh, sorry, Johnny. Go ahead, bro. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was, he was going to ramble. You go. He's, he's, he's a bit of a chaser, right? So, so, right. He's, bat, so he's batting at 50%. All right. Mm-hmm. The stepfather who stepped up, yeah. Interesting. I mean, it's the same thing as if if Rory goes out and, and uh, you know uh, drops a DM to Hillary Crowder. It's uh, it's pretty much the same thing. I mean, she's got she's got money, yeah. How long that? Yeah, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> First of all, no. I mean, I, look, here's the thing. I I have to go to three years to a. Listen, I, I have to go for, th- I mean, I have $150,000 in student debt from a very expensive law school. That's why I ended up working at a white law firm, because that's how you get those jobs. You go to an expensive and accredited and well, well-heeled school, right? And, and that's one of the main reasons why I don't want to get married, because I need to be financially stable, right? That's a reality yeah. for me. Right. And, and, uh, 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 oh, and, and I hold up. That... I, I, yeah. I, I want to address one thing really quick that popped up in the chat before it uh, scrolls down too far, which is that uh, we don't talk about the racial component. A lot of black women date men who make less, have less education, et cetera. We're more likely to have blended families. Yeah. Why, why could that be? Why, why, why would it be that uh, black women are dating black men who make less money? Can we think of a, And it's also fucking racist, right? Like, yeah, like, well, I mean, let's, let's be real. Let's be real. Like the medium, the median income in the black community is, is just over $40,000. So like, let's not act like any of us are, <clears throat> if you're making like $70,000 in the black community, like you're in the top 10%, right? So it's not, let's not like split hairs here. And the other part is that, uh, yeah, black men are, are falling behind in terms of education and income, et cetera, because what like what do we think the school to prison pipeline is? It's not a figment of our imaginations. So you know if if uh, they're being targeted by the state, if one in three, one in four black men has had some contact with the criminal justice system, one in th- one in three by the year twenty thirty will have had contact with the criminal justice system. Yeah, that's the shit that happens. You know, unfortunately, it means that like we are going to end up making less money over the long term. 
sucks, but there it is. And on top of that, the, the, Brook, the Brookings Institute, the Brookings Institute, hold on, the Brookings Institute did a study with the New York Times a couple of years ago, oh, not a couple of years ago, it was like 2018, I believe, 2018 or 19. And they showed that even if you are, if you're a, a black male, even if you come from money, like even if you're, even if your parents are rich or if you're rich, you're by, okay. So if you're a rich black male, if you're making even over like $250,000 a year, so you're in the top 1%, your grandchildren will most likely have like slid into like below the, uh, the median. Like it, it only takes two generations for your children or for uh, two, two generations for your family to slide right back below the median American household income. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, and I'm not, I'm not, and, and, and Nikki, I'm not saying I'm like, that's no shade to you whatsoever. I'm just saying like our circumstances, I think are way different than most people. But the, here's the problem though, even though our circumstances are different and we talk about the differences in our circumstances all the time. I mean, people make fucking careers out of it. A, a lot of people are like, it's like they say these things about racism and white supremacy and, and capitalism and this, that, and the third. And then when it comes to like actual dating and relationships, it's like, oh yeah, that, okay, that, that might all be true. Driver. That might all be true, but I want somebody who they wouldn't date a bus driver. Yeah, exactly. It. They wouldn't like, date a bus that's... driver. That's exactly it. Yeah. And then I think that's. Yeah. Well, and, and look, here's the thing. If you want to have those standards, you can have those standards. Yeah. Honestly, you can have them. There's no, but what you can't do is then complain about how nobody is meeting your standards. Yeah. Like they're your standards. Well, here's the, here, you know, here's it, the other wild thing. Here's the other wild thing. This is okay. This, this one, I will stand 10 toes down on. Why, like, why all of a sudden, and I heard this one when we started talking about the whole, like, you know, one third of guys haven't had, haven't gotten laid in the last year, yada, 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 men are lonely. And uh, what we're hearing now is that, oh, you know, women are stepping up, they're making more money and guys just aren't keeping up. Okay. So when, when guys were making more money, were guys looking at women and saying, hey, hey, ladies, listen, you got to step, you got to step your pussy up. You got to step your game up. Like you got to catch up with the rest of us. Or were we just, I, was, and I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. Oh, no! You're a dead, you're a dead man now. I execute you, brother. Okay, no, I'll, yeah. I'll save you. But uh, no, when when uh, when when men were like by and large making more money, and this was true up until like the uh, the mid 1980s, and then women started to catch up. But when men were by and large making more money, were the men saying, ladies, I mean, how do you expect to get married? How do you expect to find happy relationships if you can't catch up with the rest of us? And then now it's just like guys are expected like, well, guys, you got to catch up with the rest of us. You're not, you're not helping me. You're not helping me wear my crown right. And it's like, so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. So now you want that provider and protector role. Like you're making, say, 50, 60, $70,000 a year, but he's got to be making a hundred. So you want the benefits of the equality, but he also has to be able to provide that paternal protection to you. Also, I mean, let's be real here. And no, I feel like, I feel like it's, I'm, it's, I feel like I'm yeah. the real feminist here. Cause y'all are, y'all want patriarchy when it's convenient. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, Oh, you know, men have to pay for dates. It's chivalry. Really? You think Lancelot's fucking with a single mother? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, did Arthur have kids? Uh, did he? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know, man. I don't think. I don't think he did. I think that was that was out. But yeah, like, look, I'm sorry. Fucking like Galahad isn't out here. Like, mm. 
you know.
case in my life. The courts don't care. Yeah. You you are on the hook. Yeah. Being young is not a defense, right? Being, you know, being stupid. What whether or not like under uh, the ideal communist society, whether we would even have these questions is a moot point. It's fantasy. You might as well say in the world of Westeros, we wouldn't be doing <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but like, it is what it is, right? You need to start, instead of talking about should be and could, like I always, this is, this is yet another I'm trying to get into the manosphere because that seems like a very good grift. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> there we go. So the one thing I, no, the one thing I noticed is they have all these little sayings, right? That they, they like to say little refrains. So I, I've started thinking about doing that. And one that I will say is a lot of women and especially a lot of men too online, uh, they're geologists, right? Because they're always looking for faults and they're always looking for morals, right? They're always looking for these little like morals that they can bring in. And it's like, these aren't questions of morality. Right. This is not, or am I a moral person? Am I an ethical? It's like, no, this is at the end of the day, having a kid is a, a drawback for a lot of people. It will limit your dating pool, whether it should or shouldn't is a, is a question for philosophers. Right. And I'm not a philosopher. I'm just a guy. Yeah. So that's my take on it. You know, I, I don't think, no, here's the thing. I don't think Rory is shitting on single moms. I think what Rory is, I mean, at least what I got, cause we've had a, lengthy conversation about this. What he's saying is that people seem to think that they deserve a relationship and that bringing a child into a relationship shouldn't affect matters. And unfortunately, the fact of the matter is for guys, it does for the most part, it does affect whether yeah. they want to be in a relationship. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, 